Hello everyone, it's Daniel with Rise Up Abilene. I hope you are having a wonderful day today. As I was coming here, uh, you know, making my way here, and uh, making my way here, I was just admiring the beautiful bird apocalypse that we have here every year about this time. I mean, seriously, it's crazy. All the birds that we get right there around Chick-fil-A and Olive Garden, I, I mean, it, it, thousands and thousands of birds come through there. But anyway, just wanted to uh, uh, kind of touch on that because it's crazy. But what we have today is a book that I read called The Five Second Rule, and that's by Mel Robbins. And I wanted to go over it because it, it touches on a lot of good things that can help you change your life, that can help you improve your life. And I mean, seriously, actually live your dreams and achieve your dreams because I I've, have begin to think or begin to realize that the more I go through life, the more I realize that if you want to achieve big things, you have to start out with the small things. You have to do the small things right and you have to achieve those small things because hundreds of small things lead up to big wins. Hundreds of small wins lead up to big wins. And so just to kind of give you an overview of what the five second rule is, is basically it's counting down when you're, when you're about to make a decision or you have any kind of decision, doesn't matter how big the decision is. Like I said, small wins, it could be something as small as, as getting out of bed. But what you do is you count down from five to one, five, four, three, two, one. And at one, that's when you get up and move or do whatever it is that you're wanting to do. Um, you know, I, I had to do this this morning because I got off of work at 12.30 in the morning and then didn't get home until about one. And then I, to get things done, I wanted to wake up at about 6.30. So when that alarm went off this morning, I really did not want to get out of bed and it was super cold. I, I just wanted to stay in bed because it was so comfortable. You, you know the you know what I'm talking about. It's that warm, warm bed and then you know it's just it's super hard. So I had to say five, four, three, two, one, go. And I just immediately acted. I got up and started doing my morning routine and got out of bed. And within a couple of minutes, you know, that feeling dissipated. So, I mean, how many times in the, how many times have in the past, I know I have, have you hit the snooze button in the morning? Because, you know, snooze button goes off and you're like, uh, not again. I've done it so many times. And then, not only that, the warm bed, you know, that warm bed is just, uh, it's one of the best things in the world, I think, especially at that moment when you don't want to get up. Um, you know, 
And you're always thinking, hey, what if I would have just gotten out of bed? I mean, maybe you don't think that, but I usually do that. I, I'm, I can be super hard on myself a lot of times and pretty self-motivated, but my thoughts are for the rest of the day, I'm like, man, if I would have just got got out of bed at the time I said I was going to get out of bed, I could have got so much more done today. And it's just kind of this like fog hanging over you because you're like, if I would have just gotten out of bed when I wanted to or when I, I wouldn't have had all these interruptions and everything else. But how many times have you done that? I know I've done it hundreds, hundreds of times. Um, you know, and then you go through the day just kind of like, ah, and it, I mean, it throws off your whole day a lot of times. Not all, not always, but a lot of times it just throws off your your whole day. Your whole day. And then with the five second rule, I mean, if you have kids, or even if you don't, and when you were a kid, you know, whenever let's let's just say I know with my daughter, um, my middle daughter, whenever I, I know one situation in particular, and I know. Other people probably had this, but whenever you're on the diving board for the first time or, or even maybe the second or third or fourth or fifth time, and you got people coming up behind you and your kid, so you got to get in that mindset, but your kid, and it's one of those tall diving boards, and you're looking down at that water and you're just like scared, and you know... You think to yourself too, in that moment, you think to yourself, if I just do this, then it would all be over and I would actually probably have fun. But then you start thinking. You start thinking about all of that stuff, all your fears, all your worries, all your self-doubt. It just creeps into your head because you didn't, you didn't just act. If you would have just said five, four, three, two, one, and then jumped, then you wouldn't have all that self-doubt and fear. Or if you did begin to have it, it's already gone because you just acted. It comes to, I mean, analysis paralysis. And we all know that. We all know what it is. We've all done it. Analysis paralysis is when you have a, a big decision to make or a small decision to make. And you just start thinking, and you think, and you think, and you think, and you can't do anything because all you can do is think about all the insecurities, self-doubt, the fear, everything. And if you would have just made a decision, it would have probably been over, at least over. And I, I think, to me, any decision, for the most part, is better than no decision. And in essence, no decision is a decision. So, motivation, um, you know, motivation, we, we, a lot of us, I, I mean, I've went on YouTube and watched motivation videos and tried to get motivated and stuff like that. And if you're anything like me, you figure out that, you know, it might work for a little bit, but Motivation is, is construed, misconstrued as something that we, we, we must feel, you know. Um, let's be honest, most of us are not eager to do 
the things we need to do. The majority of us are not eager to go do those things, unless we've trained our mind to, to be that way. And even then, I mean, I like I said this morning, I had trouble getting up because I didn't feel like it. You know, fear, or fear and feeling are what, what hold us back. And if we don't feel like something, we're not going to do it. Motivation is that, that feeling. You know, if we don't feel like it, we're not going to be motivated. But action is the answer. And use the five-second rule for that action. So the five-second rule, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't make things easy. It just makes things happen. You know, and this whole five-second rule thing, I, I may make, I, if I did, I didn't mean to, but I may be making it sound like it's easy, but it's not easy. You know, in fact, it's hard. But how else are you going to make things happen? Action cures the fear and the insecurities and everything else. It fosters the more you act, the more courage you develop. And courage is is ultimately what drives us to do more things, to, to have more self-confidence, courage. It's all about courage, you know. You think that uh, most people who have done courageous things didn't have fear? They all had fear. Fear is always there. But they pushed, they used that fear as motivation. And I'm sure a lot of them, they may not have called it the five second rule, but they took action in spite of that fear. So like I said, hesitation breeds self-doubts, excuses, and reasons for, for doing things that we, that we should be doing, or, or at least we feel like we should be doing. It builds freedom. Because freedom changes your life. Because if you have the courage, then you have freedom. If you have the courage to go do the things you want to do, then you go do them. You don't let that fear take hold of you and and keep you captive. You take that courage and it builds freedom into your life because once you have that courage and that self-confidence, you can go out there and do just about anything you want. Big wins. Like I said before, they all come from small wins. You, you see people, It's it, I, I like to call it the iceberg effect because you see all these successful people. You get on Instagram and you see people that are hugely successful. And, and a lot of times I use Instagram because a lot of people get on Instagram and then they start looking at people doing the things that they want to do. 
and they get that analysis paralysis or they start comparing themselves to those people, which is bad in and of itself. Um, but one thing you don't see on Instagram is all those big wins and where they're at at that point in their life are the little tiny small wins every single day over and over and over the hundreds and thousands and hundreds of thousands of small wins that got them there small you know and it it begins with something as small as getting out of bed and i use that because we all i think we all the majority of us have that that feeling that not wanting to do that thing is get out of bed in the morning. Um, but, oh, another thing I wanted to go over is why it's important to count backwards five, four, three, two, one, and not forwards one, two, three, four, five. Because if you count forwards, you could say one, two, three, four, five, and then you have an option to keep going and procrastinate even more or not do the thing that you should be or you feel like you should be doing. But once you go five, four, three, two, one, or you could say zero, but there's nothing left after that, you know? Um, it gets you out of your head and gets you into control so your brain doesn't take over with self-doubt and insecurities and all that other BS, you know? Um, I just want to go over one little thing that, or a couple little things. I know when I was, when I was still dating, I'm married now, but when I, whenever I was dating, man, (laughs) I did not have the, I guess you call it self-confidence. And I, I mean, I have a lot more now, but I didn't have the self-confidence to go up and, you know, talk to that girl at the bar or... You know, talk to that girl in the grocery store. I would look and I would be like, oh, that's the perfect moment. Let me go talk to her real quick and just say hello. You know, introduce myself, if nothing else. You know, I didn't have that self-confidence. And I remember, I remember, I mean, many, many, many times just sitting there and contemplating what I was going to say in my head you know, going over like the perfect thing. And I I used to, I mean, a little funny to admit this now, but I used to study, I mean, not pickup lines, but just ways of, you know, trying to talk to women that would kind of ease that, that self-doubt and, and all of, all of that stuff that goes with it. But, you know, and it did me no good just sitting there and thinking about it and studying and all of that stuff. And this can apply to anything. It doesn't have to apply to dating, but I mean, I've done it with other things too, but you just sit there and you study and you wait and you're like, Oh, it's not the perfect time. Oh, it's not this. Or you just come up with so many excuses. Your mind gets those excuses and it's like, Oh, you're not ready because of this, this, and this and that your mind will come up with any, any and all reasons that it can to avoid 
doing the thing that you feel like you should be doing. Um, so, again, here's how to use the five second rule. Let's say it is that guy or girl that you want to go up and talk to in the bar or at the grocery store. You know, you're sitting there, and you're like, okay, I should go now. That's when you say five, four, three, two, one, and you go and you move like you when you when you count down to that number one at, at right after one is when you move you take action you like physically move because that's gonna get you out of your head and you're gonna go do it and you you might fail and failing is not a bad thing failing is how you learn it took me a long time to learn that it really did I mean, we all think that, or a lot of us think that failure is a bad thing. I look at it as a good thing. Because you learn what doesn't work. And you use that to, you know, learn from it. And improve yourself. Edison, what was it, failed a thousand times before he found the light bulb. Or or the, the material that worked in the light bulb. But, um, so that's how you use it. Five, four, three, two, one, move, physically move. And it doesn't have to be for physical things. I mean, let's say you're thinking negative thoughts. Five, four, three, two, one, stop. And then you go do something else. Or you think about something else. Or, you know, you're having any any kind of thought that you don't want to have. Five, four, three, two, one, stop. Go do something else. You can use it with just about anything in life. That's what's so great about it. Okay. So that's what I have for the five second rule. Again, that's by Mel Robbins. If you want to go listen to it, uh, I listen to it on Audible. And this is not a commercial for Audible, but um, I think it was the only place I could actually find it to listen to it on was on Audible. Um, so I just want to end with this. And I'm going to read because I wrote it down. Your life will only change when you start developing courage. Go do the thing that your heart longs for. You only have one life. Go do the things that you've only dreamed of up until this point. It won't be easy, but at the end of your life, you'll be filled with joy and not regret because you went and you at least tried at those things that you've always dreamed of. And that's better, a hundred times better than being filled with regret at the end of your life. More than likely, if you continue to try at those things that you, that you want to achieve your dreams, you will achieve those dreams. 
Now, go and do it. Like, seriously, go. All right, guys, that's all I have. I really appreciate you listening to uh, my whole spiel on the on the five-second rule. If this helped you in any way, I'd, I'd really appreciate it if you left a comment or um, liked this or left a review. Anyway, thanks for listening and I'll see you guys in the next episode.